Welcome to Geek Astronaut. I'm Matt. I'm Jared. And uh, we are in issue 16 of Geek Astronaut. Uh, today's issue is brought to you by Eddie Murphy and Michael Jackson. What's up? What's up? What's up with you? Why did we allow that song? <laughs> well, we didn't for a while. We only discovered it in like 2003. Yeah, we did. <laughs> It had been out for much longer. Because Jackson stopped that shit immediately. Yeah. It had been out for a long time. Then the internet discovered it. Ah, <laughs> uh, that video was garbage. And too. Michael Jackson was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and Eddie Murphy was like, I made a song with Michael Jackson. I don't care if it was good or bad. <laughs> how many of you how many of you made a song with Michael Jackson? Prince even make a song with Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's me, me, Paul McCartney, uh-huh, Janet Jackson. Yep. Damn. R. Kelly. Yeah. And Chris. No, no. Chris Tucker wasn't on there. Made a song with Usher? No. Yeah. Made a song is Paul McCartney, Janet Jackson, Eddie Murphy. R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah. (laughs) R. Kelly produced one of his albums. (laughs) Michael Jackson was accused of being a pervert, and R. Kelly was... A pervert. <laughs> was a pervert. I shouldn't say was. Is <laughs> a pervert. That nigga didn't stop. Uh, how was your week? It was alright. Um, at work. Nothing really. Work, Thanksgiving prep. I was getting old tea. Making ducats. I was making no money. Yeah, but that was it. <laughs> I, I had no life this week. Yeah, this is, this is the worst time. Yeah. This is... Busy time for everybody. Time of the year. It's like I'm not busy work wise right now. We slow down at work, but then I get mm. smacked with life stuff. And, yeah. yeah. That's always the gauntlet. Yeah. We get a new Christmas tree though. I know oh, you don't yeah. care. But yeah, we're yeah, gonna get a new Christmas all. tree, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Is it gonna be an annoying Christmas tree? What do you mean? Like something that the neighbors will look at? No. Uh, no, but I for potential trouble reasons, uh-huh. I cannot discuss okay. on this podcast what occurred. Okay, but the Petty Olympics did escalate. <laughs> I will say that they left the uh, um, they taped to my door this city that we live in, kind of like what our bylaws are or whatever, and they highlighted this part that said you cannot park on your lawn. I was like. Good thing I'm not parking on my lawn. Like, <laughs> like it's lawn, sidewalk, yeah. grass. Right. I'm not parked on my lawn. So. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. They just just getting some weird phone calls. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so uh, well, since we had a slow ass week, mm-hmm. time for a new segment. Oh, I do. <laughs> 
want to oh. touch on uh, uh, just while we're here at the uh, top of the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to touch on, you should be happy about this, as uh, we do have middle of the week content coming. Yeah. Um, Which Jared has <laughs> dubbed YouTube Sclusies. Sclusies. <laughs> it upsets me how excited you are about that ridiculous Sclusies. Uh, but YouTube Sclusies. Uh, the first one should be next week sometime, recording permitting. Yep. Well, recorded next week. It would be released in two weeks, officially. Um, but yeah, so to, I'm going to try to drop it on like Wednesday or Thursday. It'll be exclusive to the YouTube. It'll be exclusive to YouTube. Please. <laughs> um, we'll try to get a preview together for the first couple ones, mm-hmm. just so you can get an idea. Yeah. Um. But I can say you're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you will. You right. will. Oh, I'm definitely going to love it. <laughs> it. It might finally give us our big break based, <laughs> based on the numbers <laughs> and, and our experiences. The, the gooey, gooey numbers. <laughs> what if that's the thing we become? Uh, what if Geek Astro thought the, padca- the podcast is never great, but that segment is what? <laughs> We become known for. I don't care about anything else they talk about, as long as they talk about the thing that we're going to talk about. That's <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm here for. Listen, as long as they cut the check, I'm I'm here for gooey gooey. <laughs> Told you, I'm ready to sell out. As long as they cut the check. Okay, uh, new segment. Uh-huh. Uh, our corrections and addendums <laughs> called I did. I did. No, that one doesn't work. I did. No. I, I didn't fuck with YouTube exclusives, but it works. This one isn't working. I did. Can we just call it we fucked up? <laughs> Alright, so first thing. Fuck ups. We'll call fuck, it ups. fuck ups. ups. Alright, first fuck up. Native Americans have had a history in Congress. Okay. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> kind of. So, uh, the first congress, the first, it basically. Native Americans have been in Congress, mm-hmm. but like as a technicality, <laughs> as they've been part of this country, as, as a technicality. technicality, basically, like the Native Americans that you have to count as uh, Native Americans. <laughs> what is wrong with this country? <laughs> the, the the congressmen that you have to count as Native Americans have always been part native american no. so like you can prove it really yeah <laughs> and the, but the first member of that has significant native american uh ancestry was senator charles curtis of kansas mm-hmm. republican charles curtis of kansas mm-hmm. and this might be shocking to you and you at home and you listening he was very problematic Mm. <laughs> problematic Republican sounds like nonsense. Uh, so problematic. Uh, fun fact: He eventually become vice president under Hoover. Okay, but he was so problematic that he had the Curtis Act mm-hmm. of night of eighteen ninety eight, mm. which basically uh, a couple years before that there was a an act that was passed by Congress to basically make it, I think five main tribes right. of Native Americans. Right. Because that's what we're doing now. Yeah. 
We get to categorize. Yeah, we you. get to categorize, yeah. Right. <laughs> and we gave them land in Oklahoma. Gross. We gave them land in Oklahoma. The Curtis Act took that land away from took them. Took that land away. <laughs> took that land away. And a couple of years later, that land became Oklahoma. All right. So, <laughs> petition to change the very problematic phrase Indian giver to yeah. Curtis giver. <laughs> Yo, I had to stop somebody earlier this week from saying that shit. From saying Indian giver? giver 2018, people are still saying that shit. Anyway. Is this a grown person? Grown person. Jesus Christ. Grown ass person. Uh, anyway, other uh, corrections and addendums. Uh, Andrew Gillum and Stacey Adams both uh, conceded during their uh, races this week. Right. Like governor races. That, yep. hap- that happened this week. Well, that's uh, not really fuck up. That just... No, no, that's a addendum. Yeah. Uh, Democratic Kristen Sinema? Sinema? Really, that's how she says. Oh, shout out to her. She uh, defeated Republican Martha McSally to win the Arizona Senate race. Yeah, how the hell did we get Arizona? I know, right? Fucking crazy. That's the first time since 1988 yeah. that a Democrat has, hold, has held that office. Arizona been blood red for a long ass time. <laughs> And she'd be the first openly bisexual senator in U.S. Mm-hmm. history. But uh, back to the Native Americans. Uh, so r- the first two female Native Americans, mm-hmm. we're just going to call them the first Native Americans. Okay. Because we don't count Curtis. Because we're not counting Curtis at fuck all. Fuck Curtis. Yeah, fuck Curtis. Uh, that's it. I did have one because yeah. um, our friend from Minnesota corrected me. So... The Muslim woman, mm-hmm. one of the Muslim women who won in Minnesota, mm-hmm. she so she was the first Muslim woman because before the guy she replaced was a Muslim man and he was the first Muslim. Oh, and then hey. she became the first Muslim woman. Damn, yeah. nice, yeah. nice. Shoutouts to us fucking up <laughs> and getting to the truth. Yeah, yeah. Fuck ups. <laughs> Fuck ups. Uh, okay, let's get to the news. Uh, I'm going to start off this with a poem. I know it's weird. It's poem time, but I think... <laughs> it's poem time. It's poem time. <laughs> we uh, shouldn't be... We, I got to figure out how to get a graphic. <laughs> For poem it's time. poem time. It's poem time. Uh, when God made man... Uh, this poem is called Respect. When God made man... He went all out. As far as we could tell, he made some black, he made some white, and other shades as well. He placed them in the verdant earth to live and love and thrive. He favored none. He loved each one. He kept that alive. Now the Lord's perplexed and growing vexed at those who'd marred his plan. Instead of love, some practice hate, a practice we must ban. We must, we all must share this tiny sphere, all which we live and die. Respect for all in every way should be our battle cry. It's not too late to initiate friendship between the races. So let's all heed the call of the Lord of all with the love that he embraces. That poem was by Stanley Martin Lieber. A.K.A. Stanley. Stan I wanted to read that poem 
because a couple of years ago, Joan Lee, Stan Lee's wife, uh, was in an interview. Was having an interview with Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. and you know, just going through the regular questions. Yeah, Stan Lee, how you do that? Right. Uh, things and things like that. And in the middle of that interview, Joanne fucking broke down. So Joanne broke down and basically it was like, it's always about Spider-Man. Like it, every every fucking interview that I've, I've ever did is about Stan Lee doing Spider-Man or doing the Marvel Universe. This dude was a poet. Right. He was a fucking poet and the world would never know about that. And he said that he looked at Stan Lee with a tear in his eye. And that was the moment where he was like, there's a whole nother world of Stan Lee that we don't know about. Right. All we know is he created these amazing characters. Right. Changed our lives. But we don't really know the artist. Yeah, he's an artist. It's rare that any artist sticks to one medium. Yeah. They all do all sorts of stuff. But it seems like, uh, I guess, the, I don't want to say the curse, but the other side of Stan Lee, the persona, is that that's what he's going to be shown as. Right. Like, this is his life. Right. And especially with the fact that last year, he had the... He had to get the uh, the sidewalk thing. You, yeah, he got that. The Walk of Fame, I guess. He got that a couple months after his wife died. Yeah. So people were wondering, like, if he's ever, if he's going to do it. And Stanley showed up right. as Stanley, yeah. putting on a show and everything like that. And yeah. people were thinking, like, man, that's amazing. But damn, he must be like fucking yeah. crushed. But it's sad to say that Stan Lee has died this week. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. It, it, we knew it was coming, but... Yeah. I mean, if there's no Stan Lee, there's no Geek Astronaut. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> Shit, there's no us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's Shit. crazy. I don't know. Damn, this dude who wrote... Who wrote... His first thing he wrote for, at the time, Timely Comics... In 1938, he wrote a little text thing on the back of Captain America number three. It was like a text box just to fill up pages, just to fill pages for the mail Mm. because you couldn't sell comic books. You couldn't ship comic books unless you had like actual texts, actual texts and words and pages for it. So they got Stanley to write a little text thing for for Captain America number 3. And what is so shocking about that is that little text thing that was supposed to be a throwaway. Right. And Stanley's first official job for that. Right. Gave us the most essential thing for Captain America ever. That was the first time, and that little text thing, that's the first time Captain America ever threw his shield. You. 
That's how powerful Stanley yeah. <laughs> Stanley is. How do you how you come up and give oh your first thing? Give us the most basic thing that yeah. Captain the first thing that you think of Captain America. Well, the thing that um that got me earlier today. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. And the thing that like hit me and kind of had me motivated. Stan Lee didn't become Stan Lee until, until he, he was like a forty something yeah, year old man. Yeah. And yeah, like, I'm sitting here going on 30, like, damn, what am I doing? Da, 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 da. Stan Lee mm-hmm. didn't become Stan Lee till he was 40 something. Yeah, until he, yeah, he was late in the game before. Yeah, and this dude, you know, he's he's an artist. He's trying to make comics and stuff, and he's 40 something years old. Yeah. And at the time, he's a nobody. So like, if I'm sitting here at almost 30, like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. God knows him. <laughs> at at, at 37, yeah. have a wife, has a child already, yeah. and and the 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 thing that everybody knows about Stanley, I mean, know now about Stanley is the fact that Fantastic Four, yeah. the first big number, the the first family, the first thing for Marvel, right? and timely became Marvel, that was supposed to be a throwaway, all right, here's what I want to write. Most likely, my, my, I'm, I'm done with this. Right. Fuck it. Let me just write this story about this family who becomes superpowers right because that's what i want to write but uh, whatever and that becomes big right and that that solidifies stanley and marvel right that's just fucking damn late in the game yeah about to quit yeah like it makes me feel like less of a piece of shit yeah like what i'm doing with my life and i'm not gonna become stan lee but just that like Never know. I don't know. But just that, like, I'm 28, and I'm sitting here like, damn, what the fuck am I doing? And, you know. Yeah. He's 10 years my senior at that point. <laughs> yeah, with the wife, with the family. Yeah. Yeah, you heard, you heard about his, uh, how he met his wife? Yeah. <laughs> See, he was a savage. <laughs> no, no, even Joe was a savage, too. Yeah. Joe was a savage. Yeah, but you knew that shit was love, though. Huh? So you knew that shit was love, though. Yeah, you had yeah. to. Damn, she, because she met somebody. She met some dude that she only knew for like a day. Married that dude. <laughs> got bored. Was about to like, whatever. This is going to be my life. Met Stan Lee that day. <laughs> Stan Lee was like, you know what? I love you. I've been writing. <laughs> Damn, he had to have mad game. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, game. He's <laughs> like, I love you, and I wrote, and I've been drawing you my entire life. <laughs> if I could have a slightest of his game, <laughs> yeah, because he, he was like, "Hey there, true believer, <laughs> I love you." <laughs> Damn, Joan was the first true believer, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah, Stanley. Stanley had that old black man in love movie swag. Yeah, God damn it, Corinna, I love you. <laughs> I ain't never gonna stop loving you. <laughs> God damn, Stanley. I'm, I'm gonna miss him, man. Yeah. Terrible. But, you know, um, did you read the Todd McFarlane thing? Mm-mm. Todd McFarlane and him were pretty close. And um, he saw him, like, a couple weeks before he died and everything. And he's talking to him. And, like, he was talking about Stanley could barely see and all this. And he was worried about how Todd McFarlane was doing. And it just, like, threw him for a loop. And then he was talking to him, and the thing that got me, he was like, I just want to see Joni. 
Like, that's what he was saying. Stanley was saying, I just want to see Joni. Like, I'm tired. Yeah. I just want to see Joni. Oh. I think you know when it's coming, yeah. man. Like, you I, have I, to. Obviously, I've never died. Yeah. But I, I feel <laughs> like you know when it's coming. And I feel like he knew it was coming. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, man. Even beyond, like, doctors and sickness and everything. Because you can be sick for a long-ass time. I think you just know, like. Yeah, this is. We're coming to yeah. the end here. Ah, oh, man. Stanley, man. I wonder how my wife feels knowing I'll never love her that much. <laughs> not as I'm much. Kidding. Not as much as Papa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, uh, I'm gonna pay for that later. But that was fun. It was worth the bit. I'm always funny first. <laughs> <laughs> if you get one thing from this from this from this podcast, <laughs> it's all about my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and don't touch my TV set. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Feige had a, of course he had a, uh, wait, no, 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 no. Before that, uh, this line that, uh, Stanley said, I used to think that what I did was not important. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are building bridges and engaging in medical researches. And here I was doing stories about fictional people who do extraordinary, crazy things and rare costumes. But I suppose I have come to realize that entertainment is not easily dismissed. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's in the grand scheme of things. No, you're not doing medical research and everything yeah. else. But like, yeah. Captain America exists, or no, I'm sorry, not Captain America. Superman exists because two Jewish guys were pissed about Hitler and pissed mm-hmm. about what was going on in World War Two and and everything else. They weren't the kind of guys equipped to go do something about it. Yeah. So they made this figure that they could pour their feelings into. And for some Jewish kid out there, a Jewish family, Jewish man, whatever, that was it's important. Seeing, it's seeing the most powerful person in yeah. the world punch the shit out of Hitler. <laughs> yeah. the fucking Hitler. Yeah. And but, it's it's for a lot of people. Like, yeah. For black, I mean, even as recently as last year, for black kids seeing Black Panther, like, yeah. This guy, he hasn't struggled. He's never been a slave. He's never been in the hood, whatever. Seeing your face be the king of something. You're the king. You're the richest. You're the smartest. Yeah. Like, And like I said, there was no struggle story before that. Yeah. You've just always um, been great. Yeah. That's a huge deal. Yeah. And people don't like to acknowledge that, but that's a huge deal. Yeah, so... In a way, Stanley, you did save. Yeah. You did save lives, man. Yeah. And, and you can apply it to like anything, like crazy rich Asians. Yeah, is a very by the numbers romance story, right? But for an yeah. Asian person, Who's you've never, never, never seen, seen what you would call a cliche storyline, but with your face, on with it. your face in it. Damn, thirteen years before that, that was yeah. the last time you saw us. Yeah, and Damn, fuck and that. I I love Crazy Rich Asians. I love the movie, but if you really want to get into it, it's yeah. not that different from most romantic comedies. No, not at all. But but there's never been yeah, just you know a romantic comedy out there that featured Asian, Asian faces, Amer- Asian it's, American faces. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's important. It's fucking important. Damn, Stanley, man, Stanley was was all about it too, man. Yeah. Damn, I don't have it with me up front, but that that post he wrote in the the letterbox pages talk about like representation matters, people. Yeah. Like you need to show these faces. Yeah. Like that's that's it, 
It, this is a good thing. Right. Fuck off. He made X. He made X Men. Yeah. He made X Men because he was like, yeah, yeah, this racism thing is stupid. Yeah. But my editors and everybody aren't gonna let me make yeah a Malcolm X comic. Yeah. Like. So here's a Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 look, I, I basically I saw a magnet on my refrigerator. Magneto, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. True believer. <laughs> uh, but shout outs to uh, shout outs to Stanley. Shout outs to Joan. I hope they're happy somewhere. Cause I know you are. Then that one comic got me. I, because there was there's because of Stanley's death there's been a lot of fan art yeah and people appreciation posts mm-hmm. we might talk about the people that have been assholes this week maybe i will talk about one in particular all right yeah but the one comic that that fucking rocked me was i i, I posted on my personal page but it's the comic where stanley is in heaven and he sees all his he sees all his Creative friends, his yeah. creative buddies. He saw Jack Kirby, right. Steve Dickel, everybody there, everybody at the Marvel bullpen, and he's like, "Man, it's so great to see you guys." <laughs> but there's a special lady that I have to see first. Yeah. That fuck, I'm getting goosebumps now. That yeah. fucking rocked me because you don't see that with anybody else. They're like, "Yeah, he yeah. get to be with he get to be with Jack Kirby again." Now nah, he wants to be with Joan first. Yeah. That's what he wants to see. You know what got me, and it's the dumbest fucking thing. Like, you're gonna laugh at me because it's it's idiotic. Okay. And it's basically a meme. Okay. But it punched me right in the face mm-hmm. when somebody edited the Toy Story three ending. Mm. Dude, I don't know why. Mm. I don't know why, but they edited the Toy Story three ending and made the other little kid Kevin Feige, and all the toys oh. were Marvel characters. So he was like, "This is Captain America, and this is da da da," and then. The Woody was Spider-Man. Oh. And he was like, this is Spider-Man. He is the best. Like, no matter what. And I was sitting in my room like. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like. And in my brain, I'm like, yo, this is fucking lame. But, but my heart was like. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically Toy Story 3 all over again. Because when I saw Toy Story 3 and he was like, Woody is your best friend yeah. who will never leave your side. And then like. Toy Story 1 and 2 are flashing through my brain. <laughs> Woody's in an airport trying to get to his best friend. <laughs> yeah, they just punched me in the face. Uh-huh, and they did that to Kevin Feige. Oh that's, yeah. oh, that's fucking perfect. You think Kevin Feige's now the new Stanley? I mean, yeah, because movies are the new... Not the new frontier, but movies are the new frontier. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's the way to get your audience. It's what's, Comics aren't driving movies anymore. Movies are driving comics. Yeah. And you may not like that, but, but that's what's it, happening. It's happening. Yeah. The only reason that you have the life of Captain Marvel, which is really good, is because the Captain Marvel movie's coming. Have you watched it? You read it? I read the first one. Oh, man. It's so good. No, it's good. It's good. But we have other comics to talk about oh, today. Do we? <laughs> do we? Oh, we do. Um, Moving on to fuck yous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yous. Yeah. Uh, let's, get, let's get the small fuck yous out of the way. Army Hammer. I know he's since apologized, but Arbor Amber, you could get you can fuck off. Yeah, fuck you, but moving on. <laughs> uh the second fuck you. No, not fuck you. Yeah, you're you're just old. The shush. <laughs> Mike Francesa. You get a shush. You get a shush. 
Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and big fuck you to Bill fucking Mar, you piece, piece of, of shit. human garbage. <laughs> garbage. Jesus Christ, you fucking. The... Bill Mar is peak liberal racism. It's fucking amazing. But that's not what we're talking about did right you, now. Did you know he dated Ann Coulter? Of course he did. <laughs> I'm going to let you rant. Nothing about that is shocking. But fuck you. First, so he came out with the whole, uh, I don't know why everybody's all sad about Stan Lee and why we're pretending comics are important. All that happened is is that these kids grew up and still wanted to read their comics, but they were for kids, so they tried to make them look like, or tried to make them seem like they were bigger than they were. Well, no, no, that's dumb. Yeah. So fuck you, first of all. It's... And then he went on about, like, he was like, and now there's there's college dissertations about da 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 It's like, what, what makes a Picasso painting different from any more valid as, as an art, piece of art than a comic book? Right. What makes it any more open for interpretation than a, a comic, comic book. book? Right. Like, but... His, his main... His main... Reason for saying, quote unquote, fuck Stanley was the fact that he believes that Stanley and the things in his legacy is what led to the current administration. Yeah, and that was nonsense, too. Yeah. It's utter nonsense. Because, A, comics have always, well, most comics have always rang the literal opposite of this current administration. Right. Like, quite literally the opposite. And, and aside from... All of that. Mm-hmm. How you feel about comics, whatever. What the fuck does that have to do with this man dying? Right. Exactly. Even if that's how you feel about comics. You can, you can wait a moment. Right. Which is fucking wrong. But if right. that's how you feel about comics, that's got nothing to do with Stanley dying. Right. That has nothing to do with people being upset about Stanley dying. Whether he was an influence to you. He was a major influence to a lot of people. Yeah. And he was a good dude. It's not like he was, you know, a fucking woman beater or anything like Hell that. No. He was a fucking good dude on top of influencing yeah. literal childhoods. It's like saying, like, fuck you to Jim Hansen. Yeah. Like, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? But this is, that's fucking Bill Maher. Like, he, he lives and dies on being edgy. Right. Like, like, yeah. Religious. <laughs> Who the fuck makes that documentary for any other reason than to annoy people? Yeah, you didn't say anything. You didn't say anything in that. Do- you didn't tell us anything we didn't already know. Right. You didn't convince anybody. Anybody. You didn't do anything for anybody who's already atheist, yeah. and you didn't do anything for anybody who already doesn't like atheists. Yeah. You just made what you thought was an edgy fucking yeah. He's like he's, ugh. he's a fucking annoying piece, and of he's shit. he's he's fucking peak liberal racism. He's peak liberal privilege. This yes, I feel bad for these downtrodden people, but I don't want to actually do anything. Yeah, about I want to touch it. I, I like hey, I like away. I feel bad for them. It's terrible that that's going through them, but please don't ever level the playing field. Yeah, that's. Fucking Bill Maher to a T. Keep them away from. It's me. that libertarian bullshit. You're like you're just a racist fucking stoner. Like, <laughs> fuck off, piece of fucking shit. Uh, fuck Bill Maher. <laughs> fuck real time with Bill Maher. <laughs> fuck fake time with Bill Maher. <laughs> fuck everything Bill Maher has ever touched. <laughs> fuck Bill Maher. <laughs> and on top of all of that, this motherfucker's in Iron Man three. <laughs> he's in Iron Man 3 he's in, he's in Iron Man 3 they cut the check you showed up 
<laughs> the fuck out of here. Ah, uh, hope so. he gets fucking ball cancer. Fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> wow. I don't want him to die from it, but I want him to lose a nut. Fuck that motherfucker. What nut he's gonna lose? He's I don't care. He got none. Jared said, "You got no balls." Yeah, I'll stand by that. No balls with Bill Murray. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> to Piece something to something more wholesome. Surprisingly more wholesome. Why is this a thing that's so wholesome? Mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Detective Pikachu. The trailer for the first uh, the first trailer for Detective Pikachu came out. Like it was so good. Yeah, we. We all knew a Pokemon movie was coming eventually. Yeah. We knew that it. was inevitable. Yeah. It made too much money for it. To they announced it was going to be Detective Pikachu. And you're already like, what? <laughs> How the fuck would we watch that? That one? And then they were like, and it's going to be voiced by Ryan Reynolds. And you're like, like what? Why the fuck would we watch that? <laughs> so no Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have been way better. But we're still like, why the fuck would we watch that movie? Then the trailer drops and you're like, I I kind of want to watch this movie. <laughs> and shout outs to them giving uh, Justice Smith a fucking title card. Yeah. Shout outs to him. Yeah, get it, get that money. Yeah, it's, it's just fucking weird. Yeah, it and good. it's like, it, I mean, they they uh, they Lego movied it. Yeah, they kind of did. Yeah. Where you're like, what the fuck? When they announced the Lego movie, and you're like, what the hell's a Lego movie yeah. gonna be about? Yeah. And then they flip the whole thing on its head, and you're like, oh shit! shit. <laughs> so making it only one guy can hear Pikachu, and everybody just hears that regular Pika Pika shit. Oh, that was. Oh, that's that fucking was, genius. Oh, that was great. That was great. <laughs> it's fucking genius. And, uh, yeah, you you watch this trailer, and you feel like after you watch that trailer, I want to be in this world. Yeah. I want to be. I want to know everything about this. The world, world looks cool. Yeah. Like it looks like it's gonna be funny. Like it's fu- it looks like a fucking New York. Yeah, looks like a fucking straight up detective. Yeah. It's fucking weird, man. <laughs> like I live in a universe where I want to see Detective Pikachu. <laughs> like, like I genuinely want to see it. I don't want to see it ironically. Yeah, I want to go see Detective um, Pikachu. This, this shit looks nice. Like you might call me one day. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm going to see Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Tell me how that. <laughs> I did. Like, oh, you bring in your daughter? No, no. Just going to see. Fuck she wants. Fuck she knows about Pikachu. (laughs) This is for me. (laughs) This is Matt time. (laughs) I'm not seeing Detective Pikachu alone. There's a line. You might look weird going to see Detective Pikachu alone. Yeah, I watch Detective Pikachu alone. I watch every other fucking movie. Depends on the time of day. If it's during school hours, you're fine. But that is. That is true. Yeah. yeah. But, but if you're going to see like the eight o'clock show of Detective Pikachu by yourself, <laughs> people are going to have questions. What about late, late, late ten o'clock showing? Yeah, you can get away with that. Yeah, too. you can get away with ten o'clock showing. Yeah, but like, like three p.m. to like eight p.m. <laughs> yeah, you need to. Something's wrong. You need to watch something else, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch Mac and Me or some shit like that. Uh. Uh. All right, let's talk about the other trailer this week. Mm-hmm. Toy Story 4, the teaser. Huh? I'm actually, I know. No, I want to see Toy Story 4. Yeah. Like, I'm excited for Toy Story 4. Yeah. And Toy Story hasn't failed me yet. I just, right. what are we supposed to derive from that trailer, really? There's what you get from that trailer. 
Forky. <laughs> okay, Forky. Forky is that character at the end of the at the trailer where he's like, "I'm not a toy. I don't belong here." Okay. Forky is a spork. Right. That has come to life. Okay. Like I'm, I'm guessing Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie. Bonnie. Yeah. Plays with a spork. Yeah, made a spork. Yeah. And it's come to life. Yeah. That is weird for this universe. Yeah, but I I mean, I've always lent myself to the theory personally that the kids' imagination or what yeah, makes was, these things live. Yeah, but Sporky is that one where it's like, all right, this thing that's not supposed to be alive is now alive. Yeah, because Bonnie's imagination. Yeah, brought him back to life. Yeah. What does that do to a, a thing that has come to life and knows it's not supposed to be alive? I don't know, but now we're getting into like, and that's what the Twilight story- Zone territories, and that's what this story is. Oh man, <laughs> I'm hoping, honestly, I'm hoping that the the like Woody Buzz, all the characters we know and love, I'm hoping they kind of take a back seat after like the first half hour of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they're there to bait us to the theater, and then they eventually take a back seat, like. I'm hoping that's where it goes. So the synopsis for Toy Story 4 is as follows. Woody has always been confident about his place in the world and that his his priority is taking care of the kid, whether it's Andy or Bonnie. But when Bonnie adds a reluctant new toy called Forky to the room, a road trip adventure alongside old and new friends will show Woody how big the world could be for a toy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I yeah, like. I like, really like the forky aspect of this thing <laughs> has come to life. I mean, at the end of the day, freaking the fuck out. <laughs> at the end of the day, if it's not good, we just won't acknowledge it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I don't get why people get so angry about movies. Like I said, if it's not good, there's only three. Toy there's stories. only three Toy Stories. <laughs> Did you watch the other trailer? The other, the one with Keen Peel. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like it. Again, it doesn't. Teasers are teasers, man. Yeah, that's true. Nothing. That is true. That is true. But I liked it. Yeah. It is a teaser. It and is a straight up teaser. It's a teaser, not... and it's a it's a key and peel sketch when you really yeah get it into oh, it. Definitely hard. If you hire key and peel, you hire them to do a sketch yeah. in the middle of your yeah. movie or <laughs> whatever. True. That is true. <laughs> that is true. You know what would make me excited? Like super excited? Like mm-hmm. I'm already excited for Toy Story 4. But what would make me super excited? And I just thought about this right now. If Dave Chappelle is in it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> smoking too. I want him to smoke. I want him to be a toy smoking. I want the the toy that plays Jordan Peele uh-huh. to fall into some version of the toy sunken place. <laughs> <laughs> like you just cut to this toy like <laughs> <laughs> I want Dave Chappelle to play one of the aliens. <laughs> you guys are weird. <laughs> yeah. man, I don't know about this, man. <laughs> Dave Chappelle's like, what the? What the? F- Why are you talking in unison? <laughs> Nigga, I'm going to Africa. <laughs> uh, let's talk about. Let's talk about Sony skipping E3 before we talk about the big thing. Mm-hmm. No. I don't care. I kind of do. My PlayStation is a Spider-Man machine. You I know, know that. I know that. <laughs> I know that. But for me, who like 
PlayStation. It makes me, it, it least likely, I'm least likely to not watch E3 this year. Mm. I'm most likely not going to watch it. I'm, You're going to watch Nintendo. Yeah, but that's, Nintendo's kind of. The thing is, is what are they going to announce? Yeah, that's that seems to be. Everything that they announced last year is coming out this year. Yeah, that's. Which means that they're working on those things. Yeah, exactly. And the thing. The thing is, this is the second thing that they announced it wasn't going to. They're not doing their PlayStation experience this year. And their main reason for that is there's nothing to show. Right. We got nothing to show. Right. They're they're still in full production on a bunch of different projects. Death Stranding, Last of Us 2. Like, there's, there's a lot going on that's due out this year. PlayStation 5. Yeah. No? I don't care. No, no, not not that. You don't think it's going to happen, or how many years has the PS4 been out now? Five. It's, it's about possible. It's about that time. Cycles are usually seven to ten years. Yeah. So even if they're working on a PS5, we won't see it till twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. We might get it. We might. I won't. I don't think we're we'll getting an announcement. I think we're we'll getting an announcement that the PlayStation Five is coming. I don't think it's going to be. You said twenty twenty five. No, twenty twenty. Oh yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. We yeah. wouldn't see the console till twenty twenty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So whatever. But I'm thinking it's almost PS five time. And unless it comes out, if unless it comes with an Xbox controller, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's really my main motivation for preferring Xbox. Is I hate the DualShock controller. But that's what it. what does this do with, for E three then? Because that's Nintendo. That's basically does their thing off site. Yeah. Because they're like, Ugh. yeah. And then PlayStation now is not even having a presence there. It depends on what the studios bring. It's all yeah, dependent sure. on because yeah, we sure. all know nobody cares what Xbox is. There's going to be another version of the Xbox One that nobody wants. Um, I heard that was going to be a thing. Yeah, the one with no disc. That kind of pisses me off. <laughs> but, I, like I said, it's this shit works in cycles. It's Nintendo yeah. won one year, then PlayStation won a year, Xbox won. Like... It's it's fun. the next Xbox might be the thing everybody wants. It's yeah, yeah. People but... people like to act like there's this huge brand loyalty, Mm-mm. but at the end of the day, you're Mm-mm. gonna buy whatever one yeah. is everyone has. A lot of people bought some PlayStation Five and uh, I mean PlayStation Fours when Spider Man came out. Yeah, I bought a PlayStation Four when Spider Man <laughs> came out, and and I'm not like an Xbox loyalist. I just I play two K yeah. and I play FIFA mm-hmm. and I play a couple AAA titles between that your Fallout your Red Dead stuff like that. I don't play enough games to care about who has what exclusives. Right, I'm playing shit. It's very rare that I'm playing a new new game. Right, like I'm playing Red Dead Redemption two, but I played Red Dead Redemption. I'm playing Tomb Raider, but I played the first two. Well, not the first two, but the first two Tomb Raider reboot games. Like, right. I'm getting invested in new franchises or anything <laughs> like that. The Witcher was the closest thing, and even that's a three. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Are we getting that Death Stranding though? What? The Death Stranding? Are we? Yeah, I'm getting that. Yeah. But like I said, and like I'm gonna get the Last of Us too. But the only reason I'm gonna get the Last of Us too is because I got talked into playing the Last of Us. Yeah. But I'm not the guy who's like, oh man, this new game is coming. I'm so excited. Da, 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 da. No, I was excited for Spider Man because it was Spider Man, yeah, not because it was a new PlayStation <laughs> game. Like, Damn. like God, like I've never played God of War because yeah. I don't care. It's 
It's not a judgment on the game. I just don't care. I really think you should play this league. I don't want to play it. <laughs> I really think you should. I don't want to make time for a home. Because here's the thing. If I play it and I like it, I'm going to go back and play all the other God of Wars. I know how I am. I know how you are, but you don't need to play this. It's not need about to, need. I'm need going to, to. You need to play this one. <laughs> Jared, I didn't need to see Pirates 4 and 5. <laughs> but I saw the first three Pirates. So I'm going to see Pirates 4 all right, and 5. Yeah, all right, all right. It's just my nature. <laughs> This one, this one is specifically for you. <laughs> I just don't care, man. Like, I, it, that's my thing. It, for me, like, whenever I'm like, I have an Xbox, you're like, oh, it's the worst console. I was like, it might be. But I play FIFA and 2K, and it comes out on both, and I like this controller better. Those are all my reasons. <laughs> all right, uh, let's talk about, real quick, before we talk about the big one. Uh, John Carr cast as Luther. How weird is that? Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, it's for the TV shows, right? Yeah, it's so for I shouldn't Super, be shocked. It's for Supergirl. Yeah, I shouldn't be shocked. They have like $14 budgets. Yeah. John Cryer is going to take like eight bucks of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but do you know the, the little fun fact about that? Mm. John Cryer played uh, Luther in Superman Quest for Peace. <laughs> he played Lex Luthor's nephew in Superman Quest for Peace and now he's playing Lex Luthor <laughs> it's gonna be weird uh, uh, I might actually watch that soon I'm not saying it's gonna be good or bad I'm, no, no. I'm beyond thinking weird casting choices are automatically gonna be bad right. because I have been proven wrong time <laughs> and time again so now I'm like uh, Let's wait. Let's wait yeah. and see. Unless you cast somebody I know is generally terrible, Channing Tatum, Gambit. <laughs> the uh, fuck is with that? Yeah. Oh, we, I'm so glad we don't get to see that. Like, if you, yeah, if you came to me and said they cast Mark Wahlberg as Lex Luthor, I'd be like, oh, that's gonna be dog shit. <laughs> but John Cryer, like, that, that took me out of my. <laughs> <laughs> but John Cryer is like. The dude from Two and a Half Men? Uh, all right. Let's see what happens. <laughs> like, he's not a... He, I have no evidence that he's a good actor, but he hasn't done anything so bad that I'm like, fuck that guy. Yeah, he was in... Uh, don't say sexy candles. Don't say sexy candles. He was in... Uh, it doesn't matter. That other one. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, I'm beyond, <laughs> Like, I mean, you have Heath Ledger, Joker... Yeah. Everybody laughed at that. Everybody it laughed at it. Now he's the standard that you have to compare yeah. to. Nobody, personally, even though BBS is trash and Suicide Squad is trash, everybody laughed at Ben Affleck Batman. And I thought that was like yeah. one of the few things that worked yeah. was Ben Affleck Batman. He was a really good Batman. Who would you think that John Carr is going to be better than Jesse Eisenberg? I mean, they could only go up. You're talking the wrong guy. I like Jesse Eisenberg. Mm, I like Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I like it because to me, if Lex Luthor was born in 1995, that's exactly how he would act. I get that. I just wish that they cast somebody else <laughs> to be that. I don't know. It to, it worked for me. Like I said, it's one of the few things in that movie that worked for me. The, the party scene where he kind of has that breakdown. Yeah. That worked for me. That could have been with another actor. That was that was one of the few scenes in the movie where I was like, oh, I'm kind of into this. I don't like Jesse Eisenberg. I know you don't like Jesse But like I said, that was one of the few scenes in that movie where I was like, oh, I'm kind of into it. Like the first five minutes when he's darting around Metropolis trying uh-huh. to get to his building, I was into that. Right. Then I was pretty much asleep. Yeah. Then the party scene where Alex Luther kind of has his breakdown, I was pretty much asleep. 
then, hey, is that Aquaman? And then I was pretty much asleep. <laughs> like, Aquaman? When they're under the water? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, Aquaman. Oh, this is weird. Yeah. Oh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, like, all the highlights. <laughs> Damn. That fucking excuse Zack Snyder tried to do with, uh... Yeah. No, I don't want to talk about it. That was dumb as shit. Anyway. Bitterroot. Bitterroot. <laughs> Bitter oh, man. Selling out everywhere. Selling out everywhere. <laughs> I can't personally claim responsibility for that, but I'm gonna. <laughs> You're welcome, David F. Walker and Simon Green. You got what we call the geek astronaut bump. I just made that up. <laughs> that is exclusive to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bitterroot number one. <laughs> bitter Bitterroot number one. Uh, how do you pronounce the family name? <laughs> if you put a gun to my head and told me to say that word, I'd be like Jared telling my daughter I love her. <laughs> San Gary? I was reading it as the Sangarees. That's how I was reading it. Let's, let's, let's go over that. Sangaree. We'll ask David F. Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he, he wants to do a uh, a I-95 tour. Yeah. my um. So, my comic shop is in contact with Simon Green. Right. I don't know if they're like buddies with him or whatever, but they're in contact with Simon Green. And they were talking about that. And they're trying to get David F. Walker at Captain Bluehead. Ooh. And I was like, we see him at cons all the time. And stuff." So was like, tell him. They were like, well, then tell him to come to Captain Bluehead. <laughs> so. So if he comes to Captain Bluehead, we can go ask him. Yeah. Hey, man. I really love this book. How the fuck you say this? <laughs> <laughs> but 1920s Harlem. <laughs> Black as fuck. 1920s Harlem. We're following the Sangaree family. Uh, monster hunters. Yeah, basically, the uh, what do they call them? Uh, biffos or something like that. Another yeah. word I couldn't pronounce. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Big crazy werewolf style monsters. They, they they fight them, but it seems like it's a battle they're losing. I don't know that they're losing so much as it seems like these monsters are evolving. Right. Because remember, well, they see one of the monsters and like, I've never seen one like that before. Yeah. So it seems like generally, despite the losses and things, they've had the situation under control. But it seems it like, like they're starting to evolve. And and they can't keep up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is such a good issue. Oh, such a good issue. They packed so much yeah. into a number one. Yeah. Like, your understanding of the universe, your understanding of the characters, your understanding of the family dynamic is all rolled up into this number one issue right away. And I love I love the I I wouldn't say subversion, but the there's a point where one of the characters is angry at the grandmother. Mm-hmm. The aggressor, she's the uh the head of the family. Yeah. She's angry at her because she wants to go out in the field. Yeah, she wants so the dynamic that's created is the men in this family go out and fight the monsters. The women in the family stay at home and make the um the chemicals. The serum that kind of brings people back down from being monsters and puts them back in the monsters. Yeah. But the the youngest boy 
is not, not a fighter. He's not. He's not up for this. And the youngest girl is Dude. not down Dude. with staying in the kitchen and. And it's one of those things. It's one of those things where it's like it's easy. The, solu- the easy solution would be switch, switch them. But I mean, she's a grandma. She's mm. very rooted in tradition, and she's already lost. So the girl's mom. Yeah. Has been lost to to the monsters. Yeah. So she's like, no, this is the way things work. I'm not losing you too. Yeah. Um, and that's about as much as I'm going to give away because I want you to read this yeah, shit. Yeah, this fucking shit. Amazing. Well, if you can find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the second printing is coming. Yes. Um, the second printing is coming and there's always digital. Um, also, I don't know if they sold out, but there's a eBay exclusive variant that's fucking dope. eBay exclusives? <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> but uh there are ebay exclusives out there if you want them but yeah i mean the book's just fucking amazing like it's fucking david f walker like yeah. what do you want me to tell you like, <laughs> the, the nigga who made <laughs> the nigga who made nighthawk i don't think i don't think he wants me to say it like that <laughs> <laughs> he made that he made and and power man and iron fist which is still great like yeah damn that that run ended too early yeah Damn, but yeah, so did Nighthawk. Yeah, man, that's fine. Bitter Roots gonna be forever. It's it, fine. Yeah, better be. Yeah, Bitter Roots doing Bitter Roots doing Walking Dead numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yep. Bitter Roots series. Yeah, it'd be dope. Yeah, I don't think we could get it. We have to wait till. Oh, I mean, yeah, we're we're very far away from that. Be cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's the kid from Everybody Hates Chris? That's my youngest boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. Are we casting now? I would say more chestnut as the uh, as big their, dude. Yeah, as big dude. Yeah, sure. Damn that man. works for me. <laughs> Him or uh, as long as that ain't the fucking rock again. Damn, he's in everything. Man. It's as soon as that. Oh, we need a big guy. The rock. The, rock, <laughs> uh, the youngest nah. girl is the hard one. Yeah. The grandma, Angela Bassett. I don't have to think about that. Nah. Unless you're gonna go really, really old, then Cecily Tyson. Just depends on how old you want to go. I would watch that. I would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah. But the youngest girl is the hard one. Uh, Maybe the girl, the oldest daughter from Blackish. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. You know, if they cast a rock as a big dude, Kevin Hart starts far away. But and the the fucking end of this comic. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, like yeah, fuck yeah, give me issue two, right the fuck now. Yeah, like yeah, I've. Ne- it's so rare that I read a comic where I'm like, I need to read the next one now. <laughs> so, be prepared for every issue to be reviewed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we will be talking about if Bitterroot comes out. We will is, be talking about. Is it. that is that week? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be that week. Uh, David Walker did a good job with this one. David yeah. Walker's Simon, Simon, Simon Sa- Green. Yeah, Simon Green. I wanted to say Sanford Green. You might be right. I might be right. One of the Greens. <laughs> <laughs> one of the Greens. Oh, the art. The art is absolutely amazing in this one. He does a great job with the art. It's, it's his style. Yeah, it's Sanford. You were right. Yeah, yeah, Sanford Green. Sanford Green, who I've been calling Simon. I apologize. <laughs> uh, One of the Greens, but it's Al Green was great. <laughs> but fuck, I mean, the book's so good, and it's it's such a weird blend of of that like twenties Harlem style and yeah, like yeah. this. I hate using the word steampunk, but like this steampunky kind of a thing. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's dope. 
Did you read the uh, the afterwards? Yeah. Well, I read the first one. I didn't read all of them because there's like three. You had three? Mine did, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I read the first one. Yeah, the one by uh, David F. Walker. Yeah. yeah. But there's, yeah, there's, and there's two more pages of stuff, but yeah. I haven't gotten to those yet. Okay. Because I was reading on the clock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was good. That was good. It was good. And like, uh, like I said, because Chu is my all-time favorite comic. Like, right. And it's not close. Like, I have other favorite characters, whatever, but just comic as a series is Chu. And this is how I felt when I read issue one of Chu. Like, Chu, to me, had a perfect number one. Right. It established who was who, what was what, who's important and why, the universe that you're in, like, it established it all. And this did that perfectly. That's what your number one issue should do. Yeah. It should tell you the rules of the universe you're playing in. Yes. Without exactly. having to sit down and be like, all right, this is this, this is that, this is like, it, it's all implied from what you're reading. Exactly. Because most comics, you're coming into the middle of that story. Whatever that story is, mm-hmm. you're coming into the middle of that story. So exactly. we're like in Bitterroot, we're well into this story yeah. that's been going on for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. This is just like the jumping on point of this story. Uh, Bitterroot, number one. Get it. Get it. Buy Fucking it. get it. Go buy it right now. Stop listening and get it. <laughs> but don't stop listening because this works in your car. Yeah. <laughs> but listen on the way. Listen and then on buy the way. It. <laughs> uh, last segment. New segment. Rumorville. Uh huh. All right. I'm not putting music in. Stop doing this. I don't have the rights to any music. <laughs> Rumorville. All right. I don't like doing this because I don't like talking about rumors. Because mm-hmm. it's just... Uh, it's most, yeah, most of the time they're wrong. Right. But this rumor has been interesting. Mm-hmm. Travis Knight might be Disney's choice for Guardians 3. That could work. Yeah, right? I don't know that it'll be as weighty I feel like it'll end up being a movie that we describe as fun with Travis Knight involved you think so yeah I don't know it might be weighty he did uh Kubo man yeah but Kubo and Kubo's great but and also got Bumblebee coming out the main thing is let's see what Bumblebee is like yeah Wait, and, and don't get me wrong, I love Kubo. It's right. fucking amazing. Yeah. But Kubo's story is, is basic. It's pretty beat. Basic as fuck. Yeah. Like you if you don't figure out the quote unquote twist yeah. within the first forty five minutes of the movie, that's you on just you. don't watch enough movies. <laughs> yeah, that's on you. And now the thing about it is is Kubo's fucking beautiful. And Bumblebee, as much as I don't give a shit about Bumblebee, looks, looks good. Looks good. And was what else? Box trolls he did. No, 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 no. He did uh, Caroline and Paranorma. Paranorman. I'm almost sure he did Box Trolls. Yeah, he probably did Box Trolls. He's there. The only reason I know he did Box Trolls is because there was a Box Trolls Nike exclusive. Oh, then he was there. Yeah. Then he was there. He was there. there. But all those movies you describe are movies that look amazing. So at a minimum, Guardians Guardians is going to look great. It's going to look great. I'm willing to... I'm I'm gonna wait till Bumblebee comes out because I'm really am excited about that movie. I don't like the Transformers movies as a whole, but 
with somebody else doing the giving a voice to this universe, mm. I'm gonna see how it, how it rolls. Yeah. John Cena is kind of throwing me off, but whatever. John Cena does not look good in the suit. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> it's because he looks like an action figure. <laughs> you look like one of the Koopas. Like, from- his, like his head is a perfect square, and it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's like his hair, his head is a perfect square. And his body looks like a bigger square. <laughs> he, said, he said John Cena looked like a Roblox. <laughs> yeah. He said, he, he said John Cena looks like he's always in a Kanye video. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, Travis Knight. I want that fucking bell. I'm champion. <laughs> Apparently Knight was in the running for... Uh, for... The Eternals. Like they was nah, good. I wouldn't want to see a film about the Eternals. We going to see a film about the Eternals. No, I said I wouldn't want to see a Phil Knight Eternals. Uh, I want something. I want somebody darker for that. Well, we got to see with uh, what's her face. What's her face? Yeah. But yeah, that should be. Uh, hopefully, I, you know what? If 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 they pick him, that would be great. It's just uh, fans though. What do you mean? Marvel fans. What about them? They're going to be... They're going to watch the shit. Yeah, they're going to watch the shit. It's just like Star Wars. The, Everybody hates Star Wars, so a Star Wars movie comes yeah. out, then it makes a billion dollars. Then, uh... But the biggest wild card would probably be uh, Dave Bautista. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> well, they did, they did say that they're going by... James, they're going to stick to James Gunn's script. Yeah. They're going to. But Travis Knight is going to have to rework that script though mm. because just as the director of a movie you want to yeah. put you, you don't want to play with James Gunn's toys entirely yeah you want to play with some of your own toys yeah you want to add your voice to it yeah. and everything like that too but eh, rumor yeah. who rumor that I hope is true yeah I'll be the first to say that I say I'm not saying it'll be bad I just don't think it'll be you know, like Chris Pratt shooting Ego the second that yeah, the second. he says he killed his mom like right <laughs> the away. Se- the second. That was very James Gunn. <laughs> Father, I just hope that, I hope the music cues are in there. They have to be, right? Yeah, no, there's no way that at this point, because I granted there's only so much music money in the music industry and soundtracks in general, right. but there's no way that those don't make a reasonable amount of money as far as soundtracks go. Right. Like, even beyond just it being, no, no. In... no, I mean, like James Gunn, his music choices for Guardians Three are in the script. Yeah, they're they not good. Be. But that's my point: is 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 beyond it, you know, being James Gunn always seeming to have the right song, mm-hmm. and and the scripts, a lot of the scripts being built around the songs, and it being imperative to Chris Pratt's character. We all know, the mouse loves his money. Oh yeah, and like I said, those soundtracks. I'm sure they make a reasonable amount of money. Just, you yeah, know. Because you're taking songs and introducing them to literal new generations. Because kids are seeing Guardians yeah. and they're hearing songs they've never heard before. Yeah. Then they look those songs up and then, you know what I mean? It's... Yeah. Guardians Guardians 2 introduced me to my favorite Cat, William, Cat Stevens song. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that I've never heard a Cat Stevens song in my life. That Father and Sons? Ooh. At the end, spoilers alert, but at the end, the the last song. Mm. 
Isn't that a little boy blue and the man on the moon? Isn't that a Cass Stevens song? Because I'm sure you've heard that song. I've heard that song. I don't know if it's Cass Stevens. If it is, then still, Fathers and Sons. <laughs> I feel like, because that song is about Fathers and Sons, too. That song, yeah. Still, Fathers and Sons. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that song is about Fathers and Sons, too. So I think maybe that Cass Stevens just likes songs about Fathers and Sons. He probably does. Oh. Damn. Damn, Cass Stevens. I hope Cat isn't his real name. I think is something Muslim now. Hmm. I'm not sure about that. So he's Sinead O'Connor did. Yeah, you Sinead O'Connor like probably like early nineties. Ah, uh, Sinead Alakum. Yep. Uh <laughs> Yeah. So that's it. That's it for the news. That's it for the news. Yeah, I think we're looking at a short show this week. I caught up on uh that Hey Arnold episode. Oh yeah, what'd you yeah, think? Oh my god, it was so good. I told you. It was so good. I told you, man. It was so good. Like Hulk yeah. is a fucking amazing character. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see to that. Yeah, she was the fact that you that you understand what the the way she is. She's not just a dick. Yeah, there's yeah. a reason for her being a dick. Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason behind, and this episode helped illustrate. These are the circumstances yeah. that would cause a child yeah. to be like this. Right. And it's fucked up. Yeah. All this is fucked up. Yeah. Fucked up. But this is how she's dealing with it. And maybe a little bit help. Maybe she could be a, a better person. Yeah. But until then, I kind of want to see, do they ever address, uh, what's his name? The kid that she always, always punched. Oh, Brainy? Yeah. They addressed that in that movie. In the movie, yeah. What was the what was the thing? Well, what do you mean by address? Like, what is his thing? Like, he, why he loves Helga? Yeah, but why? We I get that he loves Helga, but why? Why does Helga love Arnold? It, he loves Helga. Yeah, but in in that episode, you see that that Arnold that the reason why she loves Arnold, the mm-hmm. reason why she's kind of obsessed. Well, I shouldn't say kind of. She she's is obsessed. <laughs> she's obsessed with Arnold is because Arnold was. The first person, yeah. the first human being, yeah. to give her to, to to actually notice her. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I would imagine it's a similar scenario. I mean, she's punching him in the face, but <laughs> she's acknowledging him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have to watch the movie again. I only watched it once. I really should watch it like ten or eleven or forty-seven more times. <laughs> All right, um, because it's really really good. All right, did you watch the movie? I didn't watch the movie. Yeah, I gotta let you because it's on my Google Play. I bought it. Really. So. Um, but yeah, man, like Helga's, Helga's, Helga's fucking amazing. And I don't know if you know this and it might make you mad now. Mm-hmm. There was in development, a show called the Patakis that was going to be on MTV about Helga and her family that got canceled in the middle of production. You, you almost, I, I almost stopped caring until you said it was on MTV. Yeah. MTV is like okay, I I I, yeah. I would have watched that. Yeah. I definitely would have watched that. But I would have watched the Patakis anyway. Either way, because uh, I would watch that show because it it was going to be Helga centric. It's called right. the Patakis, but it was right. be Helga centric. I, I, I got that. I just I, 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 those characters, I could see, I could see like they were kind of one off one off to me. But the fact that it was on MTV would have mean like there was have been a mature. 
spin to this. Yeah, but I mean, even if the Helga, if the Patakis were on Nickelodeon, I mean, Craig Bartlett made us understand why Helga's yeah, the way true. she is. Yeah, why true. couldn't he do for yeah, Big true. Bob Pataki and the mom? Like, yeah. hey, that would have, damn, that would have been interesting. Enough. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Will, the creator of our theme song, like if you bring up the Patakis, he gets very upset that it, <laughs> that it doesn't exist. Because like he's the only person I know who loves Hey Arnold as much as I do, and yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. It, like he is very bitter about the Patakis not existing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have been that would have been a nice thing to know. Yeah. That would have been nice to see. Well, uh, yeah. And Christmas coming, so I gotta watch this Mr. Hoon Christmas special and make myself cry. <sighs> right, right. We gotta talk about something. We gotta talk about something else because we can't turn this into the Hey Arnold podcast. As much as I know that you would want to, I don't. I, I don't understand why we can't. <laughs> I feel like you're being unreasonable right now, and I also feel attacked. <laughs> uh, anything else? Any other? Are the MST three K? Yeah, the gauntlet thing. The gauntlet thing. You plan on plan on going through that? I want to, but when are you going to be home? Because I'm not doing it by myself like a weirdo. <laughs> you can do it by yourself like a weirdo. Not here. There's nobody There's nobody else in this house who appreciates MST3K. I need you with me. Because uh, you get it. We can, we can do that probably yeah. this week. My wife like doesn't get it. She sees it and she just thinks it's weird, which is the normal <laughs> reaction to MST3K. <laughs> there was a good joke that I... That I Watch today. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's it's such a weird little thing. All right, so they're about to cut to commercial, mm. and Mike is setting up Crow's veggie stand because mm. he wants to have a veggie stand to sell vegetables on this satellite of love on the satellite of love above Earth. <laughs> so he wants to sell vegetables, and Mike is dressed as Kenny G. <laughs> So he sets up the he sets up the veggie thing. All right, Crow, I see that you're set up. I'm gonna go be Kenny G over here. <laughs> and just walks away. <laughs> and that's all we get from Mike being Kenny G. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like he starts selling the thing, and then Crow, I mean, Tom Servo runs him over. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> like, this is the weirdest sketch I have ever heard of. Yeah, it sounds like there were three sketches, and they didn't know where they were going <laughs> no with them. So of... they are just like, we'll just All stick right. them together. <laughs> like, why are you dressed up as Kenny G? <laughs> but see, that's, my wife doesn't, yeah. none of that would land for my wife. Because she just like, well, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, <laughs> You just watched a grown-ass man talk to grown-ass robots for like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we gotta do this gauntlet thing. Yeah, we we'll do this gauntlet. It'll be great. We we'll do the gauntlet this week. Yeah, we got it. I know the desk. Six hours. Well, six, six not six hours, but six episodes, six movies. Six movies. So that's closer to twelve hours. Yeah, uh, yeah, closer to twelve hours than six hours. Yeah, I think one of them is Mac and Me. So. Mac and me. Can't believe they're doing Mac and Me. Oh, that's that's the one I want to watch. That's <laughs> the one. That, I don't care that one and the Landon Rim. Yeah. I seen Atlantic Rim a couple of years ago. That movie is hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that movie is garbage. It's an asylum movie. I don't know what you were expecting. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was ready for. I'm like, yeah, Atlantic Rim. This is gonna be bad, but good. No, just bad. <laughs> just bad. <laughs> Damn, they really tried to capitalize on that. They really did. 
Oh, it felt, they it do was, it with everything. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Do they still do that shit? Is Simon still a thing? I'd imagine they do. Probably Things every, are so low budget. Uh, they probably turn a profit if three people watch it. Well, they like, probably, probably every uh, sci-fi film. That's a business we should have got into. It's just making crappier versions of movies. <laughs> it's like all these movies are terrible. It's like, yeah, yeah but, but the check. <laughs> that check, though. <laughs> what would be our assignment movie right now? Well, what's the big movie right now? Wrecker Ralph is about to come out. So is uh, Fantastic Beasts. Well, you're not going to get away with... Kids' movies are hard, and you're not going to get away with doing anything with Harry Potter. You can get away with that. WB cracked down <laughs> on a festival that was loosely Harry Potter-themed. Yeah, that's true. You're yeah, not getting away nah, with nah. it. Nah, <laughs> nah. we can't go away with the, the same Harry Potter thing. <laughs> uh, well, what's out now that's big? Or what was the last big thing? Well, you also got Creed that's about to come out. Creed, you could probably get away with. Yeah, we can get rid of Creed. Right. Uh, boxing man number one. <laughs> boxing man number one. <laughs> that's the that's the farmers market Creed toy. <laughs> I'd be bad too. The hype set in. I was trying so hard to keep myself from being hype about this movie uh-huh. because I don't love the premise for the movie in general. Right. Then Nike did a collab, and I bought a shirt, and then there was an album that came out. Yeah. Did you did you uh, listen to that album? Yeah, that was it. It's good. Good. It's no Black Panther the album, Ooh. but it's good. That was gonna be Black Panther the album, but it's good. I love that Black Panther the album set a precedent for that. Yeah. <laughs> but now, what do you think they do for Black Panther the album too? Good music. No, not with Kanye in the current state that he's in. Yeah. Picture on is fucking terrible. I feel like it'll still be TDE. But, like, now they've set a precedent for, because the Creed 2 album got a uh, crime mob back together. Ooh. Yeah, they got crime mob back. There's a fucking Ooh. crime mob song on the Creed 2 the album. Sheesh. So, like, they've set that precedent. And I want to live in a world where Black Panther and the album 2 gets outcast back together. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> I'm already thinking about this. <laughs> the weird ass shit Andre 3000 is going to say. Can you imagine the weird ass shit he's going to say and then the weird ass shit Kendrick's going to say on the same song? <laughs> While Big, Bird's just, Big Boy's just looking at both of them like, what the fuck? Are you I'm just, I'm just going to spit these bars. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big, Big Boy. <laughs> Andre's like, I'm a spaceman. I'm a spaceman. And from then the- Kendrick's like, what happens on Earth stays on Earth. <laughs> and, you're, and I'm just in my car like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, they got to do something. Got it. I think it's still going to be TDE because like, yeah, Oakland. Who's bet? Not even no, that. No. Who's better to do Black Panther the album right now than TDE? There's nobody else better. I think you're right. Yeah, there's not a better answer right now. Mm-hmm. But like I said, they got to do something because Mike will made it put Crime Mob back together. Like, <laughs> what are you gonna do, Kendrick? Who are you giving us? <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't be. I know it was still good, but you can't be. Uh, you can't be in the background with this one. Yeah. I'm a Black Panther too. I'm an almost Oscar nominated <laughs> Black Panther too. <laughs> no, I think I I think Kendrick will still take a back seat. I think that was 
the right decision. Take a back seat. Yeah, because he really just kind of orchestrated the whole thing. I think that was the right decision. I think it'd be the right decision in the future. But I'm hoping, like I said, this generates a thing or Ryan Coogler movie movies yeah. have albums that are forced to try to one up each other. <laughs> like I got Crime Mob back together. What are you gonna do? And then he's like, and the ghost of Fife Dog spits a hot sixteen. Yeah, we actually took a Ouija board and just said, "Hey, Fife, can you give us a ride?" It didn't even say yes. It just said word. It starts spelling out Five Foot Assassin. <laughs> uh, other albums that came out this week. There's another album that came out. Uh, I've been kind of sleep on music lately because I've just been so busy. Something has to fall off. Yeah. Uh, MF Doom celebrated the 15th anniversary of Food. Did you see that the that cover Mm-mm. for it? Mm-mm. It's dope. I, I gotta look at it. I saw the. Uh, the uh, music video that they did for celebrating of it. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Like early 2000s, it would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what you say about a lot of MF Doom in general. Nah, he's really a, great in 2002. Nah, he's still good. He's still good now. It's not that he's not good. It's that he's, he just sounds like MF Doom now. Yeah. Well, Doom, I guess he is now, but still. <laughs> but that album called Doom... That song Raekwon has, where it's just a free verse from Raekwon, goes hard. Yeah. Ah, it was so good. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, follow us on the Instagrams, at Geek Astronaut, Facebook, the Geek Astronaut page, Twitter. We don't tweet. You're not about to James Gun us. Mm-mm. But we would like you to follow it, because we want a Twitter. Yeah. With no we... tweets getting a bunch of follows. <laughs> Uh, individually, yeah, I have, help us with this bit. <laughs> <laughs> individually, I launch Pag McRap on Instagram. He's I'm the, the Peter Pedro. Yeah. Uh, so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love it. Uh, yeah, so you know, follow us on all that stuff. Follow us on YouTube, please. Yeah, get ready for the exclusives. <laughs> we the have exclusives, the exclusives. The is gonna be all up in ya. <laughs> We have the YouTube exclusives coming. <laughs> Takes a little part of my soul every time I say that. But we have the YouTube exclusives yeah, coming. YouTube exclusives. Yeah. Exclusives. But it's going to be really good. It's going to be good. It's going to uh, be really good. I'm very excited to record it. Uh, it's going to be so weird. <laughs> I'm very excited to record it. Um, <sighs> so weird. I'm telling you, it's it's gonna be the thing. Yeah, it's it's somehow I don't know why it's gonna be the thing that becomes our thing. Yeah, They're like they do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me more about. <laughs> tell me more about this thing. <laughs> tell I, me about. Tell me more about this exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts every time. Like, I, I'm, I think it's gonna hurt less, and then it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is, is like most victims I've just become numb to it ah <laughs> uh, still gonna say it though so yeah I hate how proud of it you are yeah exclusives piece of shit <laughs> uh, but yeah follow us on all that stuff keep a heads up for the YouTube stuff uh, appreciate those of you who listen um, go get bitter roots buy it 
Go get it. Go. Go get it. Also, um, Rob, you're a hoe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he asked for an insult in the comments, and we never did it. Oh, okay. So, okay, so. It's not very creative, but it was the best I could come up with on the fly. Okay, so you go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. You a hoe-ass hoe, Rob. Sure. All right. Wait, wait, which one? Which one what? Which one? Oh, uh, Red Rob. Oh, yeah, you can go fuck himself. I guess. Because <laughs> you made the joke about Rosie, and then we promised uh, to, uh, if you ask for a personal insult, <laughs> we'll give you one. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Red Rob asked for a personal insult. Uh, so, so, Rob, uh, you a hoe-ass hoe. <laughs> you are a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> and your mama's food is likely subpar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, also, thank you for the turkey recipe. <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. <laughs> right about here, ladies and gentlemen.